just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Today, plausibly live, it's the ZABEcast. We'll do it live. Fuck it. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Today's guest, sports radio lifer and DC, Jewish Sports Hall of Famer, Andy Poland. Uh-huh. <laughs> See? And now, let's get to yakking. Oh, here we go. As if the day after the Super Bowl was not depressing enough for those of us that are football lovers and don't care for winter. Andy's not going to like me saying this, but I'm declaring Monday the worst weather day of the year. A steady, constant rain and a fog, Andy, that just enveloped the DMV. All day long. It was depressing today. 
How are you yeah, doing, well, buddy? I'm doing fine, but I've, I've listened to you vetch about the weather for years and threatened to move to Arizona. And where do you wind up? Wisconsin. I know. <laughs> funny, funny how that is. Well, look, uh, there will be other bad weather days, but man, yeah. what a turd of a day in DC. Okay. I, I can't remember a fog that stayed all day long like it did with rain all day long as it did. Well, I spent a lot of the day indoors, so it uh, really wasn't a, a big source of distress for me. I don't know about you, but I was okay. Did you look out the window? Did you not I look did. out? Okay. Did you flip I, through the TV guide looking for the next tackle football game? And did that make <laughs> you sad at all? TV guide, you're dating yourself. Most people don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, uh, kids, hop up on Uncle Andy's uh, lap here for a second. Uh, sit on his knee, if you don't mind. Uh, once upon a time, they would print. That's right. They would print a booklet that would be mailed to your house. Yep. And it was called the TV Guide. And it would have listings for the TV shows that would be on the four channels that you were lucky enough to get at specific days and times so you could go ahead and plan ahead of time. Ooh, I better be in front of the TV on Tuesday at 8. Matlock is on. That's right. And you couldn't use that as a taping guide because no. there was no taping. <laughs> right. You couldn't time shift it. You couldn't binge watch it. You could do nothing. And we liked it that way. <laughs> well, and we, we didn't get the TV guide because in the Washington Post, we had a handy-dandy guide of our own. Right. It was delivered in the Sunday paper, which, by the way, is still delivered if you want it. They give it to you like as an option. The, Sunday, the Sunday paper gets delivered or the TV guide? In in the paper, like as as like yeah, a separate helps. little booklet in, in the uh, actual newspaper. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, there's a lot to get into on the TV front, and there's a lot to get into on the game. So let's just get into it. How'd you like the game, Bubby? I like the ending of the game. Okay. The first two and three quarters. So two, I would say well into the third quarter, I was thinking this is kind of a dud of a game here. Uh, and then things started to happen. But yeah, I, I did not think that uh, as we were heading towards the late stages of the night that we were going to have anything that would be memorable from this game. But it was. The worst Super Bowl ever. Well, first of all, any blowout is a terrible Super Bowl. And we lived through an era of blowouts in the late 80s, early 90s, when the NFC was so dominant, they were just laying waste to whatever poor, hapless AFC team got through to the Super Bowl. I think we had, I I went back and looked, it was like seven out of eight years in which the game simply was not close. Unfortunately for me and for you at the time, when you were still part of what we called Redskin Nation, uh, that one exception was the blowout that the Raiders had of the Redskins oh, in yeah. 1984. So we got you know the 40th anniversary of that. Uh, that was bad. But yes, the NFC became incredibly dominant to the point where when Denver made it back in 1990, I guess, they had been blown out the year before and they played San Francisco. People were saying, oh, God, do we really want these guys back again? And they lost 55 to 10. Yeah, I think that's the biggest blowout ever in the Super Bowl. I believe so. 55 to 10. And as the kids like to say, it wasn't even that close. The 55 to 10. I remember early on, Andy, in my uh, young broadcast career, 
sports radio career, one of my hot takes that I hung my hat on was they should just get rid of the AFC versus the NFC and get the two best teams in because I was sick Mm -hmm. of blowouts. Now, of course, that was short-sighted because the tides eventually turned, and you don't want to throw out the tradition of the two leagues that merged facing off against each other. Even though it's only one league right now, you want that history as part of the game, right? No question, but at at the moment, it's totally shifted so that all the best quarterbacks, or at least most of them, are in the AFC. And what you have now is a a spin of the wheel to see which one of them gets in, usually Mahomes, and who is the quarterback for the NFC. Now, we did have a competitive Super Bowl, but it looks like there's going to be more AFC dominance uh, in years to come. Well, and Joey Burrow is coming back. People uh, out of sight, out of mind, and don't forget, Joe Burrow is coming back, and he's going to be good. And if if you know if Russell uh, if Russell Wilson if uh, uh, Jackson Lamar Jackson makes a jump and gets finally to that top top shelf as a complete quarterback, then look out. So you're right. There's going to be a a ton of really good quarterbacks in the AFC. And what have I said? For Justin Herbert too, with the coach. Harbaugh, that's going to be interesting to watch. Right. And and what have I said? The NFL is, at its core, a television show. Absolutely. About quarterbacks. Yep. And that's all it's about. There's periphery stories, but it's really all about the quarterback. So you had the game. Uh, you had the greatest difference in salary between <laughs> two quarterbacks with Mahomes making, what is he making, $50 million a year? Give Whatever or take. it is. He's underpaid. Doesn't make enough. <laughs> right. Uh, and then you had Brock Purdy making $838,000 a year and cannot get more money until after next season is over. Right. Which right. is he, one of the I'm, enduring bullshit injustices of this current CBA. And right. I got into an argument with a guy who was in the meetings in the NFL negotiating the deal in John Kuhn of the Packers because of a tweet I sent out. Uh, in response to Andrew Brandt about that disparity, and he was giving me shit like, I was in those meetings, you're not painting the full picture, it was really a good deal for everybody. And I said, John, you basically gave the owners a 17th game, you did nothing to kill the franchise tag or these mandatory rookie contracts that lock good players like Purdy in to a mistake in the drafting process because the whole league made a mistake on Purdy that's evident at this point and you didn't get as good a deal as you could have if if you could have gone on strike and actually taken some games away some weeks away they didn't have the power to do that because half their union was going to miss car payments the first check they missed exactly yep yep I mean I'm sure Kuhn would want to punch me in the face for saying this but (laughs) one of my favorites not a violent man I know. Well, from The Godfather, uh, which at some point you'll watch in your life. But, I've watched uh, the first one. I liked it. The second okay. one was so ponderously slow. Well, okay. But in the first one, since you saw it, uh, when Sonny Corleone takes the photographer's camera and smashes, <laughs> smashes it on it. the ground and then throws down a couple of 20s, that's how the owners treat the players. Right. The players go, we're not going to have 17 games. Yep. There's a billion. Shut up. Okay, we'll take 17 games. So, yeah, all these things that happen along the way, it works exactly like that. Yeah, they also were able to get the commissioner finally out of the discipline loop 
where yeah. he was not going to be the final arbiter. And that was a completely propped up out of nowhere issue that became a big deal to the players because they were getting fucked by Goodell. And I guarantee you Goodell and the owners did it on purpose. They're like, look, let's create something they're going to be dying to get rid of as a fake bargaining chip. And they got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try to think of what could the players have gotten if they had the backbone and the steel in their spine of the 82 strike. Well, the, the thing imagine, that they- imagine the severity of the 82 strike and forcing the owners to contemplate scabs in 2010. What a difference the landscape would be right now if the players could have stuck with it. Yeah, well, they they should have stayed for free agency. They eventually got it when they you know went to court in Minneapolis and got their ruling in the late '80s. But in '82, you know, it did go half a season, and that's a long time. It would never happen today because there's just too much money on the line. Right. But if they stuck to their guns and said, you know, we need to have free agency like they have in baseball, uh, that would have that would have ramped things up. The other thing is that they want the guaranteed contracts, and everybody thought. Oh, well, look what happened with Deshaun Watson. That opens the door. Nope. The owners slammed that shut. It's not <laughs> happening anymore. Right. Well, Deshaun got guaranteed money. Kirk has gotten guaranteed money, but has been worth it. He'll get mm-hmm. some more. And other players get pseudo-guaranteed money because they always stretch the actual bonus of yeah. the contract, which is guaranteed, well beyond the usable years. So they end up throwing away a lot of years of the contract where they're still paying for dead cap stuff. Like Rodgers. Rodgers got paid a shit ton of money and did not finish what he was supposed to finish in Green Bay. So. Right. But anyway, back to Mahomes. Um, eight for eight, 27 yards rushing on the final drive in overtime. This guy has the clutch gene in him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and he has the physical talent that we haven't seen from any of these other, you know, great all-time quarterbacks. And uh, I kind of liken it to this. When Michael Jordan won his third title in 1983, uh, 1993, uh, he had three. Magic had five. Uh, Bill Russell had 11, whatever it was. But the eye test said, Michael Jordan's the best basketball player of all time. The best best we've ever seen. Right. And I think that's the case with Mahomes. Is he going to get to seven? I mean, it's possible. I still think unlikely, but I don't know if you measure him as a quarterback just on the number of Super Bowls that he wins. I think it's it's the eye test and what he can do that nobody else has been able to do. He plays in a way that is both unique and natural looking. Yeah. As if he's playing a schoolyard game that the other kids aren't as good at than he is. But he also, you see him leading the team down the field. A lot of times you'll see those type of skilled players running all over the place and not really, you know, bringing everybody along with him. And he does it so that everybody's on board with him. And he's one of those guys that they really respect and they'll, they, they don't want to let him down. They'll do anything they can for him. Some of these other guys, a little bit more self-centered. He's not. He's, he's got great leadership skills. He's really hard to make look stupid. Right. He's really hard to sack. And so those two things alone frustrates the shit out of you if you're playing against him or just hoping that he would finally fail. He, do, he yeah. rarely looks stupid. He throws a pick like he did to start the second half, and you're like, wow, 
Uh, finally, he did something that every other quarterback does in this league, makes a whoopsie that looks stupid. Right, but their defense, and this is you know what they really haven't had, the offense this year wasn't as good uh, as they've had in the past, but the defense is better. So they've kept them in it. They keep them around, and the longer I watched that game, I said, the longer it's close and the longer Kansas City has a chance to yeah. win, they're going to win because of him. You mentioned Mount Brady, seven Super Bowl rings. He's already got three now, Mahomes, and it's certainly a possible uh, target, although shit, to win four more. <laughs> Even in 10 years, it's it's hard to imagine. The other thing about the Brady comparisons, and, and you just mentioned it, so like Brady, who had Gronk and Hernandez before, you know, killed some people and then <laughs> got killed in jail. Uh, before that, or other than that, Brady never had that real ace wide receiver except for the two years of Moss. He was one. Might have been only one. Might have only been only one. Uh, so far, Mahomes has not had that ace wide receiver guy. Tyreek Hill. He had him. Okay, Tyreek Hill. My bad. But, yeah. you know, it, Mahomes has the ability like Brady did to elevate spare parts and otherwise, you know, interchangeable guys into studs because of who he is. And so that's a Brady similarity right there. Yeah, no question. And and this probably will segue us into Romo, but the, uh, the winning touchdown pass, you know, went to a guy who was with the jets at the beginning of the year and they, they brought him back for, you know, a couple of footballs. So, yeah, they brought him back, shined him up and said, here, I think we could use you. And sure enough, they did on the biggest play of the game. All right, let's talk. Romo and Nance, you've probably seen my tweet, so I have already signaled to you my opinion. Those who have listened to yesterday's podcast knows my opinion. What sayeth you about the Nance-Romo pairing and the cast last night for the Super Bowl? Well, uh, you know, uh, Romo to me is mirroring Robert Griffin III uh, off the field, uh, what Griffin did on the field. He had a spectacular rookie year the future looked bright and he bottomed out and i think the same thing has happened with romo he's just not good anymore he had a great you know thing that he did where he was able to predict plays and he had you know like a lot of guys who are hitting free agency had his greatest performance uh in a contract year and that's what got him all the money but he clearly hasn't worked at it he seems to be a rambling mess now uh it's to the point where they're even publicly talking about it. Like the, the director or the producer, one of them said this week that he needed to calm down a little bit. Like they put him on notice going into the Super Bowl, right? And, and it's just, it's just not a crisp. The 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 ending call where he's just rambling on about terrible. You know, just you got to shut up and let the moment breathe, and then think in your mind one succinct comment that you're going to make, and then you know, you'll have your, your moment in time, which will, you know, stand forever. He didn't do that. And it, it was, it was terrible. Right. It should be get out of Nance's way leading up to the snap. He was talking all the way up until five seconds were left on the play clock. That's a mechanic that they have to absolutely drill out of Romo. Right. You got to clear out, let the play by play man set up the moment and let the moment breathe for God's sake. So that's number one. Number two, like you said, it was Nance's call to be made without Romo saying anything under his breath, which he did, which made you go, what? What did you just say? Couldn't even hear what you said. 
And then you like got to let the play-by-play guy like Nance loop in after 10 seconds of the moment to add one more layer with one or two more lines and then let it breathe. And then it's Romo's time. Like you said, to come in with something sharp, on point, and mm-hmm. helps elucidate what you just saw, which in the case if Romo was doing the job properly, after he would have done that and let Nance do his thing, he would have come back and said, Jim, it's back. Corn cob, the same play Reed used against the Eagles a year ago. Fake motion, easy wide open touchdown, did it again. That's what we've been saying. Andy Reed is great at the goal line. Boom. That's it. Right? Yeah. Well, That's I mean, it. You're, you're doing it with the time to think about it, but when you're, <sighs> when you're in that job, you've got to anticipate that. Those are like, okay. you know, the overtime rules. You have to have coached your team on the new overtime rules in <laughs> right. postseason play and be ready for it. And the same thing with that. In that circumstance, just in case it comes down to the final play, how am I going to handle that? Because it's going to stand for all time. Right. But this is also what, why they have directors in the mm-hmm. ears of the talent. And that's oh, why yeah. a good director has to say, okay, first and goal, this is for the Super Bowl, Tony. I want you to back off right now. Let Jim handle this. And then, you know, come in after. If they score here, let the moment sit. And then you come in, but wait until I signal you. Like, that's the way it should have been. It's not hard. You say, well, you say this in hindsight because it's easy now. You have to practice this. You have to know the basic cadence of play-by-play, game-winning call, Layout for crowd, one more shot from the play-by-play guy. Now it's your turn, analyst. This is this? 101 stuff. This is not. This is basic blocking and tackling of broadcasting. And earlier in the game, a streaker goes on the field. Anybody who's done like local cable access games knows that you're not going to put it on TV. You don't say anything about it. He goes, oh, Jim, there's a streaker on the field, but well, we're not supposed to talk about it. Because I'm sure the director is yelling in his ear, hey, shut up. You know, don't mention it. We're not going to show it on camera. You know, <laughs> Once you say we're not supposed to talk about it, it's the equivalent of talking about Aunt Gertrude's goiter. We're okay, not supposed yeah. to talk about it. Well, too yeah. late now. You just yeah. did. Also, right. can, we, can we state for the record, if you go on the field with only, uh, you're only shirtless, you're not a streaker. Right. You're an asshole who interrupted the game. You're drunk. Just get them off, right. and, and that's it. But yeah, streaking and, and, streaking requires the commitment of your franks and beans flapping around for the whole world to see. Right now, I, I remember this the, um, the 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 famous wardrobe malfunction game, which is now over twenty years ago. The one, mm-hmm. or, the one, or it was twenty years ago. The one in, in Houston, and uh, this, I guess, did not get on camera. But prior to the kickoff. There was a referee on the field who didn't look quite like a referee. Sure yes. enough, he, he had a tearaway <laughs> costume and yeah. he went streaking across the field. I don't think that ever made TV. I was in the stands for that. But, you know, whoever was doing the game, I don't think said, oh, there's a referee. He took his clothes off and but we're not supposed to talk about that. Houston, ah. Houston, 2004, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. And that was the yeah. Super Bowl where uh, myself, Scott Lynn, and others from Fox Sports Radio got to meet briefly the great Rusty Harden. 
Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Defense yes, yes. attorney to the stars uh, in Houston because uh, he was at the same steakhouse on the Sunday night the whole week before the Super Bowl. It was kind of quiet. He was there, though, came over to our table and chatted it up briefly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there you go. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. 
listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, Back to the uh, to the Romo Nance thing. What I've been now watching and listening to other calls. Every other call of that play is better than the Nance Romo call. The SpongeBob call with Noah Eagle and Nate Burleson was better. Uh, the Korean television call was better. And then imagine my shock and horror and envy that I find out that the New Zealand Australia call was better because you know who was on that call? Yeah. Chris Fowler. And Dan Orlovsky. Clock running inside 10 seconds. They have two timeouts. Can they win it right here? Mahomes on the move. Throws. Touchdown. Kansas City wins. Miko Hardman. Unbelievable. He's the best player I've ever seen in my life. Unbelievable. Mahomes magic. Cements his own legacy and his team's legacy. A third Super Bowl victory. He sprinted over to the Chiefs bench, dropped his helmet, and just collapsed on the ground. What a drop clock. So there you go. I'm fucking pissed. Why couldn't I get that feed? Well, let me ask a, a question that may seem stupid, but it's an English broadcast. Why do you need other English broadcasts? <laughs> That's a great call. Right. I don't know. I thought to myself that as well. I'm like, well, we already have a couple of Americans calling the game for CBS. Why don't you just take that call? And I think the answer is international distribution rights are different. So Fox or ABC might have the distribution rights to New Zealand and Australia. And so they had to supply announcers. But that sure. that pissed me off, Andy, because I said, "Shit, I would have I would have really enjoyed Fowler, and 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 Orlovsky. They would have been excellent. The call was excellent." Okay, but but could you imagine CBS saying, "Yeah, we're going to give Jim and uh, and Tony the weekend off and let them you know play the slots, and we're bringing in a a college announcer and a quarterback who's most famous for stepping out of the end zone for an 16 team." I know. <laughs> I, I'm not saying CBS would do that. I'm saying I wanted to be able to yeah. listen to that. Now, it brings back a memory of a famous, <laughs> infamous, with you and I, Super Bowl, in which we did watch an alternate announcing feed. Yes, remember the yes. night Remember the night in my basement yeah. in Sterling, Virginia, at the old monogamous compound when HDTV was in its nascency? And I had one of the few antennas yeah. on the roof and the decoders for $1,000. $1,000 just for a box to catch and decode <laughs> high-definition TV. And it was so new, they had a second set of announcers, a second production truck just for that. And you Kevin came Harlan. over You came no. over to watch it in HD. I did. Uh, yeah, I came over with Jeremy, who uh, kicked your ass a few times in, in ping-pong. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> 
And then we got back to the TV. Here's what I also remember is I don't think there were any graphics. There was limited. It was very primitive. Yeah. So we we had to switch back over to the, oh, my God, I can't believe I subjected my eyeballs to that 25 whatever years ago. But uh, we had to watch the standard death because we needed more eyeball information. Remember? Uh, Yeah. The guy, the, the producer for CBS that I looked up is this guy, Jim Rickoff. And mm-hmm. I said Rickoff must have smashed his headset into a million pieces after that final call with Romo being such a turd on it. Because sure. there is, Andy, there are hundreds of really hardworking, talented people at CBS that put their heart and soul into making the best TV product they can for the biggest game with all the elements, the graphics, the cameras. They had a shit ton of cameras and the production crews. Right, the production. 165. The production crews, the technical aspects to make sure they didn't glitch. And then to have Romo just fuck it up like that, it it, it would infuriate me. They've got to fix it. And I don't know how they can because they're on the hook for so much money. And I, I, I got the sense at the end of it that Romo knew kind of how bad he was because he's, I don't know if you caught this, but he said to Nance on the air, I love you. And Nance said, I love you too. Wow. Yeah. It was like, you know, we need to cover up, you know, how awful this is. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did Romo sound to you like he might've called his last game or his last Super no, Bowl? It's just like, you know, like, uh, I need to get it out there just in case anybody wonders, you know, if Jim hates my guts, which he probably <laughs> does because he's, you know, he only, this is as, as great and long a career as Nance has had. This is his seventh Super Bowl. It might be uh, his last. Might when 64? is CBS, when is CBS due to get it again? I don't know what the rotation is, but okay. it must be like every four years now or something. So he'll be close to 70 if he gets another shot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is this is not what you want. And, and look, there have been things along the way. Uh, Dick Ebersol a couple of years ago was doing an interview, and he said something about, you know, they need to, you know, talk to Romo about preparation or something. And they went, what, what, what? And he backed away from it. You know, like, uh, yeah. no, 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 I, I didn't mean that. Uh, the, 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 you know, them saying openly during the week that he needed to calm down. I mean, these are, these are, this is not just a little small thing. And now you have Greg Olson out there who, who has become a star and you know, what are you going to do with him? And he's, and, and first, first he was like, oh, well, you know, Tom Brady's coming in. I'll be, I'll be moving out of the way because you know, Tom is Tom. And now he's saying, no, I, I want to call the top game. You know, I want to do the games that have 57 million people watching them. So he, he's not going, you know, without a fight or or something yeah, that's going to compensate it's, him. It's interesting because I don't know what Olsen's contract with Fox is. So you'd have to get out of that, right? Yeah. I don't. I assume it's not year to year. Correct. No, but they're they're you know you, you get a good a lawyer they they can do what they'll they negotiate do. out of it yeah, and then exactly. you got to wonder what is in the language of Romo's contract. Could you demote Romo on CBS and have him do some say Jacksonville versus Tennessee games? Well, I think he probably one o'clock because he was in demand <sighs> when I know when he was coming out and. It was even to the point where he was Jim's guy so that when Jim did the Masters one weekend, Romo didn't sit with the fill-in guy, whoever it was. He oh, was off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they got a huge problem because it's it's so bad at this point. I I'm not sure how they're going to fix it. Uh, one other thought since I was the guy on the bleeding edge of HD, I did watch some of the game in 4K. 
streaming 4K on my YouTube TV. And I did not think it was very I didn't I didn't see much of a difference, which tells me that we've reached almost the end of the pixel road when it comes to high, high, high definition, because I, I couldn't tell much of a difference. Let me tell you something. I am older than you, okay? And I still remember the days of the 13-inch black and white. There are still moments when I look at the screen and I say, what a wonder to behold. I know. I say, you know, look at how beautiful this is. And, and you know, this is why when I do have invitations to go to games and sometimes sit in the suite and, you know, all the perks that go along with it, uh, turn them it's down. really hard. Yeah, it's this is so good. Re- you miss so much when you're at the game. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so good. So <laughs> if, if, if you won't hear me saying 4K, they said it was going to be better than this. I don't know how you can make it any better. It's so good. All right, couple more things, real quick. Do you feel bad for Shanny Junior? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, you know, uh, he, he's a good coach and, um, you know, the, these, these things happen, but you know, Andy Reed was Mike Shanahan. I mean, Kyle Shanahan one time, remember that in Philadelphia, you know, he would, he would lose the big game all the time. Right. So, uh, and Reed didn't win his first Super Bowl until he was 60. Kyle is what early forties. So, you know, his time will come. Are you up to speed on the arguments to either receive or kick in the new special super fair overtime for the playoffs, which is the first time we've seen it since that Bills Chiefs game three years ago that forced the rule change. Right. Well, uh, Reed said today that he would have deferred if, if he won the toss and, and Kyle's logic, I'm, I'm still not buying like, which is, I wanted the third possession, right? Assuming we would match scores on the first two, either touchdown to touchdown field goal to field goal. But the, Chiefs said they had made up their mind that if they didn't get it first, they'd go for two on a matching right. touchdown for the dagger win. Right. I mean, you, you you saw the two teams, you know, basically dragging in the fourth quarter anyway. Right. So just to keep playing football until somebody falls down was not the way to go. So I, I while I understand the logic to some degree, I don't think the practicality of of that third shot uh, made a lot of sense. Truth serum. Did you know the special rules were in effect when they were going on, or did you get caught off guard like I did? No, I, I knew that that oh, was you did. Although although Romo at one point he you did know, not said he said he, this he, is for the Super Bowl when right. the Niners didn't convert on third down, and I'm saying you don't know the rules, bro. Right, and they were just explained. You weren't even listening as, as <laughs> Nance know. was explaining them. Well, Nance Nance layered it in afterwards. I remember this keenly because I said yesterday on this podcast, I said I treated the Bill Vinovich overtime explanation like a typical flight attendant on an airplane (laughs) where I'm like, blah, blah, blah. When do you start serving cocktails? So I didn't listen to it, and I didn't internalize it. Oh, yeah, they've changed it again. I, I cannot hate these new, new rules more than I do. I am an old school... We're here for a good time, not a long time. We've had 60 minutes of fair. It's time to end the game, and you may get fucked on a coin flip. Exactly. I'm, I'm exactly with you. But uh, Mahomes said after the game that the coaches all through the season 
had been drilling them on this, on what, what happens in playoff overtime. Really? Yeah. And he All said, season? Yeah. And he said sort of what you said is, uh, you know, why are they telling us this? You know, like, you know, whatever. You know, the, he didn't use the flight attendant analogy, but that's a good one. And so then he said, but when the time came, we knew exactly what to do. And some of the 49ers players are saying they were like unclear on the rules going yeah. into the overtime. Yeah. So. Uh, and then how do you think Vegas did? You and I were not there. We've been to many Super Bowl cities. I think it knocked it out of the park. I think everything being tight in there on mm-hmm. the strip makes it very accessible. It lures all of the celebrities because it is Vegas. And the NFL very much loves to be at the cutting edge of pop culture and what's cool. I think it's permanently now in the rotation. I think it's going to pretty much come down to a triangle of Phoenix, Vegas, L.A., they're going to New Orleans next year, back in the mix, which is mm-hmm. good. I think the two Texas sites will have a bite at the apple periodically, Dallas and Houston. And then you got the two Florida sites in Tampa and Miami, and that's a wrap. Yeah, that's it's it. all good. That's I your was... rota right there. There's no need to go back to Indy ever or anywhere else called maybe Atlanta. Maybe. I liked I liked Indy a lot, as you know. Because um... it was all close. Yeah, I like that. But, but it's so but, boring compared to Vegas. Well, yeah, but you know, the Super Bowl brings along its own party. The other thing that's that that was really stuck out from this one, you know what the attendance was? It was sixty thousand capacity. And the whoa, NFL Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought it was sixty eight. No, I I saw just 60? over sixty. I think it was less than 61,000. They had to break their own rule on a minimum attendance number for the game because they had right. set that at like 78,000. I believe right. Jack Murphy in San Diego was the smallest of the older venues that would have the that's, game. That's my point. I love San Diego. I went to three of them there. and I thought yeah. that was a great Super Bowl site. And they go, eh, Jack Murphy's just too small. We can't have it there anymore. And remember... The the among the many disasters of the one at Jerry World in 2011 with the snow and the ice right. was the was temporary the... stands that they tried to erect because they and, wanted and OSHA they... came in and said no 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 you can't do that so so they were trying to squeeze the last into the into the final seat you know they did that so now they go sixty thousand it's okay we'll just we'll just charge more. Did you know that there was a face value seat of eight grand face value? I did see that face value resale was also the highest it's ever been. And I saw a man on the street video in which somebody just went up to fans and asked them with a camera and a mic, how much did you pay for your ticket? And there were people from seemingly all walks of life, all races, all flavors, Workers, average Americans, proudly saying, I paid $8,000, $10,000, and they were happy to do so. And I thought, Andy, my God, these are not hedge fund managers. These are working class Americans. This is a sport and a league in which they are happy to turn over six months rent in order to go to one game for this league. I don't get it. I don't get it it's whatsoever. And, and, and unless my team was playing uh, and somebody offered me a ticket for free, I would I would actually think about it. I mean, you know. <laughs> when you went to the one, the Redskin one in Pasadena, what was the ticket? That was 1983, January of 83. The I we paid 2 hours before the game, 
four tickets face value. The face value of the tickets were $40. $40. 40 and, <laughs> and, and it was such a seller's market that if we'd have waited for like, you know, till a half an hour before the game, we'd have been on the 50-yard line for about 20 bucks. It was amazing. Yeah. All right, lastly, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Thoughts? nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, I thought, you know, I thought she was fine. I, I I didn't have any problem with how many times they showed her. I thought she was fun. I think it's a nice, nice story. They seem like nice kids together. Um, I, I have absolutely no issue with, with all the vetching. I, that's I don't, on. I don't either. I said that before I said, the only thing I regret is that next year, assuming they're still boyfriend, girlfriend, which could be 50, 50. You saw the yeah. shot of her talking to the commissioner. People were saying that's the commissioner saying, now, you know, Taylor, if this doesn't work out, we have a number of eligible bachelors that you might <laughs> want to, because <laughs> the league knows how good she is for the league, a league that is already bulletproof and can't be stopped, right? She makes right. it even better for him. But my only disappointment is that if they're still boyfriend, girlfriend, or married at some point, it'll become ordinary. It won't become special. I remember this thing when, when it was sizzling and unique, and like, oh, she's at the game. Remember that in October? Yeah. yeah. It was like well, there, two seconds ago. There is that, but she still is is a major influencer, married, oh, yeah. single, whatever. So um, I think that that big. And look, I think I don't doubt that there is real, you know, love and passion there. But he's he's a guy that's seeking attention, and he knows oh. it's, good, it's good for the Kelsey brand too. Oh, so, you're you're saying he might be the one. Well, I think that's he, using her for the sizzle. Well, he he's the one that wanted to meet her. He he wanted to get to the concert and and get to meet her. That's uh, that is true. I mean, you know, I, she is a very, very attractive young woman. No question about it. But th- there is also the Kelsey desire to be a star. You know, he pursues the, the Saturday Night Live. He got himself in on the State Farm commercials. He, he's he's going in that direction. And he and his brother have a podcast, which is very popular now, I guess. So, yeah, that's that's it's good for the Kelsey business. How about this angle? And this came from my young producer at 97.3 The Game, uh, Armin Sarian, who's really not that young anymore. He's about to be 40, but he's got a youthful exuberance about sports that is second to none. And his wife, his young wife, is a total Taylor Swift fanatic. He yeah he he said and I thought this was great you know he showed the shot of the 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 girls the pop stars her mm-hmm. Blake Lively and Ice Spice whatever bouncing up and down hugging together just feeling the emotion he said this is great these gals now have felt the magic and the thrill of sports mm-hmm. and they can now take that message and spread it in their world. A world that, for the most part, looked upon football and sports like, bah, I don't care about that. I want to go to concerts and look pretty and go to the club. Sports is magic. Everyone can participate. That's a powerful thing, is it not? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's hard for me to tell because my daughter grew up in a house where everybody loves sports. Right. So, you know, it's different. But I know that there are young girls who's you know, don't really have much interest in sports, but you buy in Taylor Swift, and all of a sudden they're paying attention. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it has frustrated me to no end, Andy. I cannot fucking find the box score with the attendance 
online because every online presentation of the stats from the game don't include the silly little stuff, the things like attendance, weather, you know, referees for the like the thing that a real box score delivers. And I've been right. all over the place. ESPN, NFL. I know NFL.com has something called a game book, which is mm-hmm. the official Bible of every game, which has okay. seven I, or eight pages. Here we go. I, I just Googled attendance Super Bowl 58. I did okay. 61,629. 61. 61, 629. So 61 and a half. All right. While you're Googling, mister, can you Google the typical attendance, like uh, uh, capacity, Allegiant Stadium? Do they right. regularly roll out for Raider games at 61 and change? Or was that a Super Bowl configuration that was smaller due to other Super Bowl activations or configurations where they had to put in luxury suites? I saw there was like some, they looked like uh, nightclub banquettes around the field that they sold for an outrageous amount of yep. money, like $100,000. Capacity 65, so you're right. Okay, so it was a slightly light configuration. Well, all right. I I still would like a box score, Andy. I know you did Google attendance. I want the one sheet, black and white, all the numbers. I do that for baseball scores and so forth. But now I have a computer in front of me, so I just typed it in and it came right up. All right. Let let the record show. Old school Andy went (laughs) happily new school on my grumpy ass. And got That's to the right. answer quick. What a switch. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, you're off because I'm off. I'm going to Mexico with the radio oh, group. Good. And I'll see you on the other side as we get ready for da 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 Mark yeah, well, That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, with no, this area, no teams going. That's not good. That is sad, isn't it? Yeah. Once upon a time, the DMV sent five. Remember those yeah. heady yeah. days? Of Maryland, Georgetown, GW, American, and George Mason. Right. Mason made the final four. Yeah, this is a really bad year. Even the Maryland women are on the bubble. So we'll see. You know, Andy, I should have appreciated that more when it was happening. I know. I miss it. I love those days. Reminder to self, if we ever get back in the milk and honey like that, then guess what? I'll savor it more. That's right. All right. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have fun. Take care. See you. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. 
Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.